Here we are, Tuesday, the second day of the week, and boy, was it already embarrassing because I have become a regular. And I, it's never one of my goals in life is to become a regular person anywhere. Maybe other than like the gym, anywhere outside of that, I don't want to be a guy that I walk into a thing and they're like, oh, there's Todd. There's Todd. Do you want your breakfast wrap? And that's exactly what happened. I'm a regular at a Tim Hortons and not even a good Tim Hortons. No disrespect. But we can agree there's tiers of these restaurants. And the one that's in Safeway, tucked behind the bananas, is not a top-tier Tim Hortons. And not to give away my locale, but that's the only one that's open near me. So I've been hitting this Timmy's. And that's the most Canadian thing you could ever say. I've been hitting that Timmy's. Hey there, I've been... (laughs) I've been hitting up that Timmy's trying to get that coffee there. Well, I don't know how this is Canadian. This sounds very Southern to me. But anyway, I've been hitting up this Tim Hortons to the point that the the ladies that I show up now, and they started making it before I even got there. And they, they giggled. They're like, you get the same thing every morning. And you know what? I laughed with them. I went, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I got in my car and I cried. I cried. I didn't literally cry because I don't, I can't do that. I don't think anymore. I even, I haven't literally cried. Like I'm talking tears come out of my ducts, my tear duct in, uh, probably 10 years, maybe 20, maybe 30. I don't. So I'm assuming they're not even there anymore. Why would I still have tear ducts? If you didn't, if I didn't, um, lift my leg for 10 years you don't still have a muscle that's gone I mean I guess you still have your leg but I would be surprised if I even hear tear ducts have tear ducts and I got in my car after we all giggled about this thing I ordered the same thing every day and I just sat and I was like wow that's one of those moments where you ever hit like a level where you're like you it makes you examine what am I doing what am I doing that there's that there's two ladies at Tim Hortons not even a real Tim Hortons. It's a Safeway Tim Hortons. I don't even know if it's licensed. I don't even know if Tim Hortons knows about this. Like, do you think that Tim Horton could walk in here at any moment and go, what the fuck is going on? What is this? I own the biggest, most successful chain of restaurants. We don't need to stick them. Excuse me. You got a fake ass Tim Hortons in here. Tucked behind bananas. None of it's real. And so it was just a real moment where I said, I got to, I got to get variety in my life. I'm an, I'm an habitual guy. I do one thing and then I just go, I honest, I'm not even kidding. I'll form a habit in one day. I do one thing and I'm like, oh, I like that. And then I go, guess I'm doing that tomorrow. And that's not a joke. That's literally how quick I'll form a habit. That's why I could never smoke. I could just never do it because I would never be able to. You know, I, I get addicted to Tim Hortons. You think that I should have nicotine? I got addicted last week to farmer's wraps. And if I can just say one thing, this is not a product placement, but let me explain my addiction. If we're going to talk about it, 
Have you had a farmer's wrap? It's not, it's different. It's not a breakfast wrap. Anyone can, anyone can wrap a breakfast. Everyone's doing it. Taco Bell has a breakfast wrap. That's how you know anyone can be out there. Your t- Tony, your neighbor on the corner could wrap a breakfast, but not a farmer's wrap. And I know that no farmer has ever eaten this and that's part of the marketing, but I don't care. The big difference is they have a hash brown in the middle. So think about what I'm saying to you before you judge what I'm eating. Think about what I'm telling you. There's a wrap, then you got the egg, you got the cheese, then you've got some type of sauce, and the sauce is very inconsistent, by the way. And that's how I know the Safeway Tim Hortons is not legal, real, or supposed to be there. Because the sauce that they put on it is a completely different color, and I dare say acidity. There's more tannins than in the regular Tim Hortons sauce. And I also would like to say that the fact that I even noticed that subtle difference in Tim Horton's wrap sauces maybe says a lot about me. And maybe that's part of the problem that I'm discussing right now because I shouldn't even be able to tell the difference. But then, and this is the key, and I want you to lean in. Whatever you're doing, I want you to stop for a second when I tell you about this piece of it. If you're driving, I want you to pull over right now. And I don't even care if you're on the highway. I don't care if you're on the byway. I don't care if you're on the triway or a back streets back. I want you to pull over your car. If you're at work, I want you to screen lock your computer. I want you to close your eyes because I'm going to hit you with this fact. Some of you already know what's coming because you've had a breakfast wrap. And some of you need to learn and you can learn right now. Get close to your microphone. Close your eyes because underneath the egg, the cheese, the sauce, in the middle, a diamond in the rough, a mother effing hash brown. What? That's it right there. It's the hash brown. And that's what makes it different. I have not seen that anywhere else. It's got a hash brown in the middle. And that's, for me, for a gentleman who likes salty salts all the time, maybe I was a goat in my past life because I just love I cannot get enough salt. And that's why I would, I would, if there's a human salt lick, I'd be there in a second. But they put a hash brown in there. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, so that combination, you can't be beat. Now, here's something that's also embarrassing about this order that I'm doing every morning. That they recognize me now. They call me by name. Here he comes. <laughs> Here he comes. Is they think it's for two people. <laughs> I think they think I'm being a good guy. They think this guy comes in here every morning, 8, 11 a.m., and he orders breakfast for two people, which means he's got a very lucky roommate, fiance, lover, somebody that he's feeding, maybe an old person that he's tending to. He's a good guy. The truth is I it's all for me because I eat enough for two. I get a farmer's breakfast wrap combo. That's already one person, apparently. And then what I realized was I was never quite full after that. So then I get another farmer's wrap, but no combo. I don't need that second hash brown. And what am I made of money in this economy? You think I could get two combos? Uh-uh. 
one combo, one just wrap, and then I'll get like a bottle of water. And they think I'm bringing it to someone. How ashamed. I mean, it's already embarrassing that they recognize me, but how ashamed would they be if they knew that I'd just go in my car and eat that? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. You know, you're not supposed to be recognized in a place like that. That's why they had that show, Cheers. You remember that? Yeah, that was fun. It was a place where everyone knew your name. And you know what? I don't think at any point in the creation of that show were they debating between, hey, where should, where should we set this show? Where should we have it that everyone who walks in is friends? They're there so much. The wait staff knows them. We could do a bar, a pub that everyone would recognize. Or how about a pseudo fake Tim Hortons in the back of a grocery store? Okay. But whatever, man. It's lockdown. What else am I supposed to do? The other, the regular size Tim Hortons is closed. I don't really understand that move. Why would you ever close that thing? Those things print money. Like a Tim Hortons is a guaranteed investment. You can't even buy. Do you know you can't even buy one if you want? I talked to my friend's buddy because I got connections, dude. Because I'm connected. I talked to my one of my uh, friends growing up. His dad owned some Tim Hortons. And I talked to him one time about it. And yeah, he's like, you. there's a waiting list. That everyone who owns a Tim Hortons gets the first priority if there's a new one. And then if for some reason every owner of an existing Tim Hortons, there was a new location and they didn't want that one, then the next person on the waiting list has the opportunity to buy it. And the waiting list is like years long or something. So even if you had $10 million, you can't go get a Tim Hortons. So you think about that. Why don't you think about that? Next time you go there and you pee on the door handle and you you're one of those people who somehow flicks toilet paper on the ground and for some reason also every Tim Hortons bathroom has a little bit of sand on the ground and I'm like are we where's the uh, beach I'm sorry but it's December 13th and there's sand on the ground I'm sorry. So why don't you treat them with a little respect knowing that you'll never get to have one. You want one, but you'll never get to have one. And those are for the big Tim Hortons. Now, again, these little ones in the grocery stores, I don't know. And that's another pet peeve of mine is, you know, back in the day when I used to be able to perform live stand-up comedy, if anyone can even remember, um, I would always, before the show, my routine would be I would go get a venti, which is Italiano for 20. I would get a venti, coffee, and I would sit there and I would go over my set list and I would think of jokes. And it was really a mix of having the coffee and being in a nice, quiet place by myself. That was that allowed me to get ready for a show. And then half the time I would maps, you know, I'm in a new exotic land like Grand Prairie, right? I'm in a brand new, exciting territory, like Innisfail. <laughs> I don't know the street names. You know these old historical landmarks? They're confusing. So I would maps it. Where's Starbucks? And lo and behold, and again, I don't know if that expression is lone behold or lo and behold or lone behold, but whatever it is. Lonin and beholden this, I follow this 
beacon on my phone all the way to what I believe and I was told legally is a Starbucks. And then it goes to, again to like a co-op or whatever or a Safeway. It's just a little stand. And I go, I didn't know. I said, no, no, no. Google Maps. No. Bad. I want the experience. I want to sit down inside. I don't have any issue if you say there's a Starbucks there. There is. But you need to label it different. That's ridiculous. That's not the same thing. I want the experience. So don't label it as the same thing. If I put Disneyland in my um, maps and then I drove for hours to where my Apple Maps or whatever this app is says Disneyland is and I turn right and it's not Disneyland and it's a it's an alleyway with a giant cage and there's a man dressed like a mouse and they go well it's it's Mickey Mouse I would go yes but I'm not here I want the experience that's how I feel like I feel like I get catfish that's that's the expression that's exactly what it is I get and we all do we all do and that's why we should stand up for this we get catfish don't we you wanted a regular Starbucks you got tricked and now you're again at the grocery store and then nothing's ready they don't have it ready because no one orders anything from there they have like a vitamix blender they do they're like blending up your coffee and you're like again is this even real where do what am i living in right and that's why at least we can trust subway at least we know their meat is real <laughs> man i gotta give subway credit I guess this episode is just about um, food places. I guess that's the theme here, the emergent theme that we're talking about. But I got to give Subway credit for they do. They're like the, and I mean this with the, in the nicest way possible. They're like the cockroaches of fast food, and I mean that in a nice way. They're the cockroaches of fast food because one, they they find a way to get everywhere it does not matter what the location is you go to an airport and there's a subway you go around the corner there's a l escalator and underneath the escalator there's a subway there's actually a subway moving up the escalator on the way to the next floor where there's another subway those guys one time i was in a i was in a library and i looked up there was a subway on the roof they were throwing meat down at people how crazy is that? That's where that's how they just permeate everywhere. There's the most Subway I think has the most restaurants any of anything in the world. But they and it's because yeah, they can get it because they don't need equipment. Think about it. McDonald's, you got to have a fryer, you got to have all this stuff. You got to have a play jungle or whatever. Ball pit. That's disgusting. Hey, let's get kids to eat um greasy french fries and then let's put them all in the same ball pit. Shout out to 1998. Sure, no one thought a pandemic was possible when they invented a ball pit in a greasy fast food restaurant. And I don't know if you guys remember that they used to also have in uh, McDonald's, they would have like those computers. They had like little mini computer screens. Do I remember playing with that computer screen? It's just covered in grease and salt. And you could see like fingerprints from other kids. And because it was 1998, Nobody gave a shit. Like nobody even thought about germs. You're eating, you're mid eating, touching a screen, touching the thing, touching your mouth, touching the screen, 
touching your mouth. And your mom's just like, oh, yeah, that's, you're doing really good with the fish game or whatever. Go hop in that dirty ball pit. My God. Now we have to line up to even go in these places. At one time, there was a ball pit covered with salt and sand. Someone brought sand from Tim Hortons and put it in there. Anyway, I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. Oh, yeah, Subway. Oh, dude, they get everywhere. And uh, But it was hilarious. when they, Remember when they did that report and somebody posted that like Subway's chicken was only like 3% chicken or something like that? Ballsy, by the way. Does anyone have bigger lawyers than the Subway lawyers? Ballsy. You're risking so much calling them out like that. They're going to send the, the sandwich police after you. You don't think that they might have a bit of a militia squad? That company's so big. They got sandwich assassins. You say something bad about them, they'll come in the night. They'll choke you with some three-cut combo. Or <laughs> Stupid. Sorry. I went for a joke on that. That was stupid. But yeah, it was hilarious. I remember they came out with that report that like the chicken is mostly not chicken. It's like dolphin. It's freaking seagull leg in there. And it never occurred to me. And then I remember I went to Subway like a couple days later. And all of a sudden, it was one of those, you have a realization. I looked in that little chicken bucket that they have there. Little chicken scoop. And they're, first of all, they, they scoop it with an ice cream scoop. And that should have been a real... That should have been a red flag to anyone. It's meat. It's meat and you're scooping it? Ugh. There's some things that are not meant to be scooped. No, actually there's not. It's just meat. Don't scoop meat. That's disgusting. And, and all the pieces were like perfectly the exact same shape. And you're like, hey man, unless there's some ranch out there that has rectangular prism chickens that has very geometric stackable chickens, then something's going on with this meat because it's perfect squares. You, you, have you guys ever seen a square chicken? Not me. Chickens look like the most unpredictable shape of all time. And now you've got these perfect little squares, these cubes of meat coming out. Mm -mm. Right? I go, no thanks, Subway. But then I also go, mm, I got a sub card. And you know what? It is healthy. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, it's not not, it's not, all right. It's not as unhealthy as other places, but, and there's a comic here in town that has a hilarious bit on this. So I'm not going to stomp on it, but it is hilarious that we thought it was healthy. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to the nineties. Kids in ball pits, right? Doing everything. We used to have chicken pox parties. I'm pretty sure that was the thing. One kid gets chicken pox. We're like, get them all together. Get them all have the pox. <laughs> we're, we're eating Subway. Oh, my God. The other thing, you know what else we didn't know about at all in the 90s? Was that it, well, like sugar. No one knew, knew anything about sugar. We really thought juices are really good. As long as you put on the juice, there's like vitamins. Everyone's parent, and it's not their fault. We trusted the system. There's some juice. They're like, yeah, it's got vitamins. And we're like, that's good for my kid. It's going to help him grow. People didn't even know how to read nutritional labels back then. And if you did, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's got like three vitamin C's in there. And then it's got 900 grams of sugar. It's like, it literally is like if you sprinkled a little bit of some fish oils on a pound of crack, 
you could sell it back in the 90s. As long as it was in like a little Capri Sun pouch. <laughs> Dude, as long as it was in like a little pouch with a straw, you could sell that to parents. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's crack, but it has a little bit of, it's got some vitamins. And they're like, all right, I mean, that's good enough for me. Our nutritional foundation of knowledge in Canada is the Canada Food Guide. Let's look that up really quick. Hold on one sec here. All right. I found a picture of this thing. I think anyone who grew up in Canada, and I'd be curious to know what other countries have, will recognize we had a rainbow. And the way that they taught us to eat when we were kids was with this thing called the Canada Food Guide. And this is really actually insane to look back. All it did, it didn't even tell you how to eat. It basically just classified things into different groups. These are the groups. Vegetables. Okay, that makes sense. Then we got one called meat and poultry. That makes sense. Then we have one called wheat. What? What? Yeah, that's a whole food group. Wheat. And then the other one is dairy. So let's recap that again, knowing what we know now. <laughs> the whole guide. Who came up with this? Was it the people that have a fake Tim Hortons and Safeway? This is the guide for our whole country. Is vegetables. Okay. Meat and poultry. Okay. Wheat was third. <laughs> and then dairy. That is insane. And it didn't even tell you, I don't think, I don't remember anyway, it ever telling you what to even eat. Like how much to eat. It was just like, yeah, just, you know, have some of the, each of this shit. Yep. Have some of each of the categories. Great. That's super helpful. It, it, people would have pizza and we're like, I think this is actually healthy because it has every food group. Remember that? You, It has every food group. That was the whole thing. No calories, no mention of sugar. Does it have a food group? Then you're good. <laughs> but it could not have a food group. I don't know. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Whatever, man. Let's not drag this out. I don't want to keep you guys too long. I know it's Tuesday. You got stuff to do. You're busy. You're bit. Don't pretend you have not. You're bit. What are you doing? What are you doing after this? What are you doing? All right. I'll go pretend to do something too. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Go give yourself a hug, a big one today. I'll see you guys on the